0: You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Do you guys know who Dave Portney is of Barstool Sports? If if you don't really follow pop culture or sporting culture, if that's even a word, a term, you might not know. But he runs basically a digital media company that recently put together a fund and it raised over $6 million to support local business. I'm a big Barstool's uh, sports fan because he does some pretty original marketing and he's had some people like um, social media influencers involved. And they do a lot of cool stuff. And there's a lot of big changes happening with the way that digital media and traditional media are interacting or not interacting, shall we say? Well, let's get into it on this one. I'm excited about this one. If you're new here, my name's Sean Reynolds. I'm the owner of a couple of real estate companies, of all things, but I bring the news to you. So let's I mean, and why not? It's 2020. That's just what we're doing. Let's jump on in. Nobody else was going to do it. Barstool Sports raises over $6 million to keep small businesses open. Dave Portney of Barstool Sports, he's gotten a lot of PR lately for basically just going in and doing a bunch of stock trading. And half the time he doesn't know what he's doing. But I'm, I'm told I haven't followed that particular aspect of what he does. But he's had some pretty good trades too. So he's held his own. Another thing he does is he does this. uh, He he does a review online of pizza, pizza, just pizza in New York City. Barstool Sports is out of out of New York City now. Um, But they've got a like a lot of digital media companies. They've got a lot of things going on kind of like a couple of real estate companies owned by some guy who reads the news on YouTube and podcast platforms. In today's media, you can kind of make happen whatever you want to make happen, and you can scale it up pretty quick without a lot of help from traditional media, which had everybody locked down into this little segment. Okay, you're a reporter. We're going to pay you a salary. We're not going to share any profits with you. Now, you've got guys like me out there, just put a microphone in front of me, get the camera going, get the computer going. We are off to the races. There's no middleman. We own all of our own content, such as as it is. It's what we're doing. All right. So Dave Portney, he's part of that whole kind of digital media cultural revolution thing because... All of a sudden, you're seeing names out there like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. You heard those names? If you don't know who they are, you should probably pay attention because they are changing the way that the world is basically working. They're certainly changing the way that exhibition boxing is working right so more on that later but New York Barstool Sports has raised over six million dollars this holiday season for small businesses struggling amidst the lockdowns and the pandemic the company announced on Christmas and Christmas Day that its fundraising efforts which started just over a week ago surpassed six million dollars from 57,404 different donors so how do you get that many people to donate? Well, your sphere of influence is massive, massive. And then when you hit up all your followers and say, hey, this is what I'm doing for businesses that are struggling, people donate. They, I mean, 57,000 of them, how crazy is that? That's just an incredible outreach. To a guy who owns a digital media company called Barstool Sports. I first started hearing about Barstool Sports when um, I followed um, Jenna Moray. Jenna Marbles is what she's known as um, on YouTube. I followed her content creation because she's kind of she's one of the, the OGs of the YouTube game. She's been doing it a long, long time. And um, she's got a ton of content. I always followed her content as I have a lot of YouTubers to see what they're doing and see what works and see what doesn't work and see what I can learn from them. So I've been involved with the YouTube thing for a long time and following a lot of people's. But Jenna Marble started out as kind of a, you know, in, in doing PR stuff for Barstool Sports. And that's when I was like, it's interesting. Huh. And then she kind of got her own platform and doing her own thing. Uh, But that's the way a lot of this stuff goes is people start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, and they take off. And, you know, pretty soon you've got a full-on media effort going on. All right. So um, founder of Barstool Sports, Dave Partney, introduced the Barstool Fund December 17th on Twitter. He said he hopes the company can bridge the gap until COVID's done and business owners can go back to making a living. Is it the best plan? No. I said on Twitter, "He's just kind of real straight up. He's just real. This is what we're doing, um, and just says things just the way they are. The best plan is the government getting off their butt and issuing relief, billions of dollars to these small business owners who are losing their livelihoods and no way to save it through no fault of their own. That's the only solution, really. But barring that." We're going to do what we can. So he took his influence, and that's why I'm doing this story. He took his influence, and he did a good thing. Maybe that has to do with the fact that he's a little bit older. I don't think he's as old as I am. Um, He's not over 50. There's no way. Um, He's much younger than that, I'm sure of it. I don't know. You know when you get older and you're like, is that kid 20 or are they 30? I can't really tell. They've all got these scraggly beards. I don't know. I don't really know. So I don't know how old he is, nor does it really matter. But my point is, is that a lot of the younger YouTubers don't have the skill set to put this together. They don't have the ability to reach out and actually get people to donate this many donations totaling $6 million. And that's because their sphere of influence is a bunch of teeny boppers who, you know, they're, they, they, they are young people coming up in life, but they don't have the pocketbooks to pull this off. So I was kind of, I was when I saw this story, I was like, yeah, that's something I'm going to talk about. That's somebody in media actually doing something for the good of a lot of people that are really hurting. All right. Portney said he got the idea after New York City shut down indoor dining once again. Oh, it's so annoying. Like, no, we're not doing indoor nighting dining, but you can eat in that tent out there. It's heated, and the rona somehow magically leaves that tent where it doesn't inside. Airflow. Airflow. Yeah, but then you got all these air conditioning units and stuff inside that I think are probably better off. But I am not a medical expert, obviously, so just not really gonna talk about that. Plus, I'm just tired of talking about the rona. They just, I basically don't bring it up anymore because it's like, well, it's out there. We're going to live with it. We're going to get, you know, poked in the shoulder with the little vaccine and um, we kind of move on with our lives. We no longer panic. We no longer live in fear. We just kind of move on. So to qualify for the Barstool Fund, you'll need to still be paying your employees, Portney says. If you meet that and you're a small business like a gym, a restaurant, a bar, and you're not going to be able to survive the next couple of months, send us an email at barstoolfund at barstoolsports.com. That's all you got to do. Send an email. Let them know what your story is. See if you can get some help. Portney said once you're in their program, he'll make sure you're paid until the pandemic is over. Wow. When is that going to be? How much longer is this pandemic going to go? Is this going to go all the way through 2021? I think it will. I mean, just the sheer numbers of it probably will. Will we stop hearing about it after the second quarter in 2021 because the government will have no way to make us fear everything anymore? Are they still going to regurgitate the same headlines of, "Oh, we might be tapped out with our hospital capacity again. We, we're not probably going to get there, but we could be. We could tap out. Don't really know. I don't know. I've heard that enough times where I kind of say, I don't know, not really believing you anymore. We know it's bad. We know at times, yep, a lot of people get sick, but it's a pandemic. We're kind of used to it. Wear your mask, whatever. Let's just move on with life. That's just me, and that's probably not. I'm going to take some heat for that, but that's kind of what I think. And when you have your own podcast, you can say whatever you want, and you know what? People can leave you uh, comments and... I get paid for those, so it's all good. I didn't think I'd be the guy doing it, Portney said on Tucker, the Tucker Carlson show uh, tonight. I'd rather be sitting on a beach, betting on horses, drinking, but nobody else is going to do it. We have this big platform, so we're going to try and help as many small businesses as we can. That's a big platform. When you can raise $6 bucks in not very long, that's a massive platform. So now I'm going to jump back to Jake Paul, and logan paul you might remember one of them i can't remember which one of them he went into the suicide forest in japan and recorded there and that was not a good call he got kind of basically raked over the coals for that one as he should because that wasn't a good move but we're talking about it here right now i'm talking about it on my podcast so in a way is there any such thing as bad publicity Mm, that one i'd i might go there even had a talk on um, Casey nice and did a video on it. he like sat him down and said Oh, what do you think about was that a good call and it was like his you know official apology to if, even if it was an apology but how about Jake Paul's recent exhibition boxing match with none other than Nate the Great Robinson Nate the great if you don't know who that is, is a short dude for a basketball player. Is he 5'8"? Is he 5'10"? Came from the University of Washington the same school I went to. I did not graduate. College dropout. More than, more than proud of that fact because um, I don't really think you need an education to go into real estate is the bottom line. So Nate the Great and Nate the Great won the NBA dunk contest three times. And this is a guy that's not over six feet tall. He is just an incredible athlete. And he played football also for the University of Washington. Just an amazing athlete. But he stepped into the, into the ring with Jake Paul. Now Jake Paul has 25 million subscribers on the YouTube. That could change a little bit. He's got another 15 million on the Insta, on the IG, right? So he's got 40 million people in his sphere to pull from. And a lot of those people buy his merchandise, they subscribe to him on the membership only basis, they will do his pay per view for his boxing. So what we're seeing from these influencers is just a massive change in how sports is taking place, especially exhibition kind of anything how media is taking place, how the whole YouTube thing is going down. Because these numbers that we're talking about, Jake Paul probably got paid a minimum $10 million and probably closer to $50 million, And that doesn't have anything to do. And that's for one exhibition boxing match. So everybody is now lining up to say, hey, I'll fight him. And Jake Paul just took out he took out Nate Robinson. It was brutal. It was like one of those um, where Nate Robinson, he got knocked out twice. And the third knockout was just he fell like a bag of potatoes. They should have had, you know, EMT guy in there like a doctor in there immediately. He fell that hard. Is Jake Paul that great of a boxer? No. But he's a lot better than a 36 year old uh, former NBA star that obviously hasn't spent a lot of time training. So that was kind of a brutal fight to watch. But what you've got is you've got a lot of things changing due to the whole YouTube, due to the whole multimedia thing. And because people can cut out all of the big normal media, you can go in a lot of different directions. You can do podcasts and darn near anything you want. And guess what? You know, if you're interesting enough, people will watch. So Dave Portnoy, Portnoy from Barstool Sports, he went out and did something good. He said, hey, going to start this fund. We're going to start paying some people. Portnoy said the salesman in him will also be reaching out to all of his rich friends to get them to donate. I like that. I kind of like Dave. I think he's honest. I think he's a little brash at times. But you know what? We're talking about him. He's not talking about me that's always the bottom line right so when I when people trash talk something I do or you know just try and hammer on me with a comment what I always go back to is yeah but I'm not talking about your podcast you're talking about mine so in the big scheme of things I don't know I'm probably not going to argue with you on on a lot of the stuff and I don't respond to a lot of the really negative comments because they're just people that need to vent they need to share their feelings and You know what? It's a free. It's kind of free. It's a free world, not really, but you can say what you want clearly. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with you if you have a weird, wild version of what I say being wrong. That's okay. You're entitled to your opinion. But at the end of the day, it's my podcast. I don't know. So. And at the end of this article, I've got a little video, and this is a tweet that Dave Portnoy sent out. He said, must watch. Pony Express Cleaners tells their dad that the Barstool Fund will be there for them. Not the government. The Barstool Fund will be there for them. This is why we are doing this. This is why Dave Portnoy is saying he's doing this. This is why I'm shaking down the Internet. Thanks to everybody who is donating and letting us help Barstool Fund. So... You've just got a guy who's using his social influence for some good, because a lot of this stuff, you watch a lot of these videos and you're like, huh, that is three minutes of my life. I will never get back. I was hoping it was going to get better. And maybe you're thinking about that on this podcast. I wish he'd say something of substance. And I'm sorry if you feel that way. Um, But I try and bring substance to every single one of my podcasts, because I want you to get something out of it. And so in my mind, I'm always trying to figure out, all right, what do you guys want to hear? What is it that interests you? All right, we know about the criming. We know about CHOP. We know about police. We know about defunding the police, all that stuff. Homelessness. But you've got other things going on that are actually good things, and one of those is that there are some creators out there who are doing some good things and are really changing things up. Dave Portnoy, he's one of them. He's one of those innovators and Jake Paul, you might think he's a jackass, you might think he's a young kid who's just brash and you know, ah, I don't really, in- I don't mind his videos, but they're not the genre that I watch because I'm not a 14-year-old kid. I'm a 52-year-old grown adult male. And so I don't watch those kind of videos because they don't really appeal to me, but I understand their appeal and I understand that things are changing really, really rapidly as we go here. I mean, if you look at your cable and you look at all the networks that are out there, you look at HBO Max just doing the Wonder Woman 84, how many many subscriptions they got to their HBO Max because of just that, things are changing on the daily in our lives, not only on the streets of Seattle but stuff that's going on in the interweb. And so I'm going to start bringing in some of those narratives too, because my demographic is a little bit older. And I think my demographic, they can barely tolerate watching me or listening to me. They're like, ah, I don't really want to, but maybe I should, maybe he's going to say something, you know, kind of quasi controversial, but I can tolerate it. And, and then where was I going with that? You can barely tolerate me. So you don't, you wouldn't be able to tolerate a Jake Paul, you just wouldn't be able to get your get through that. I've got young kids who who like Jake Paul. Not young, they're not young, but they're in their 20s. And so they watch that kind of content. So I get from them what they're watching so then I can pass that on to you guys. And then you don't have to watch it. You can just say, "Ah, yeah, Sean already vetted this one and god, that guy sucks. So we're not going to watch it." That's what we're trying to do here. So. I don't know. I just think it's interesting to talk about. It's interesting to see the changes that have happened in my lifetime with the interweb. Phenomenal. And I hope I'm able to stick around long enough to kind of see where a lot of this stuff goes. Because I think you're in for some major, major changes. Kind of like, and I get questioned about this all the time. Why is a real estate guy reading the news? And why are we tuning into him? I don't know. It's just what we're doing. All right. But I'm going to keep doing it because I think it's pretty fun. I hope you guys do too. I'm off to the next one. Hope you guys enjoyed this. If you want to subscribe, great. If you don't, it's okay. It's all right. But I'd love it if you did. All right. I'm gone. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.